Hey mamas, how are you doing? I hope you're having a good day. Welcome to Drama Mama. Um, listen, there's few things in life that you can just always count on. You know, things that are going to be always there, no matter what, your whole life. And no matter what and no matter when, there will always be insane psychopaths that romanticize serial killers. As long as there are serial killers walking this earth, there will be people that for some reason are attracted to them. This is such a phenomenon to me because it really makes absolutely zero sense. Like, I, I, most things, I think it's easy to get to the root of why people are the way they are, but I think we need, like, a team of, like, every psychologist in the world to figure out what is compelling people to go on TikTok and make edits of Jeffrey Dahmer, a man who literally cut up people and ate them. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And there's people making... I was scrolling through TikTok this morning expecting some fun little cat videos, some maybe a little uh, sushi recipe, you know, something spicy. And what do I see? I see a video... Of, uh, it's a clip of Evan Peters, you know, dancing and gyrating while playing the serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer who killed 17 teen boys and ate them to, like, what's the song? It's like, steal my blood and steal my heart. Is that where we are, society? Like, that that is just part of TikTok now? Is serial killer edits? Listen, this happened. Also, excuse the running water noise literally right next to my head. Someone in the building took apparently the world's largest dookie, and it is inches from my head and going through the walls. So let me really put y'all up to the wall so you can hear. Mm. Oh, it's slowing. Okay. Um... So let me, like, name a few serial killers that, like, I've really seen this effect on. I had to look them up because, you know, these these serial killers are just not occupying much space in my mind because they are serial killers and genuinely terrifying. So I choose not to think about them, and I choose not to really give them the time of day, as most normal people do. Um, you know, there was the, there was Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker. There was, like, a Netflix documentary that, um talked about him ted bundy who i guess was like more on the charming side of the serial killer charm to incel scale i don't know um there's jeffrey dahmer who we'll talk about a lot today uh charles manson you know it goes on um but jeffrey dahmer is like he's really popping right now no 
Um, he's like very much like all over TikTok right now because Netflix just made a show called Dahmer, which I started watching. I'm on episode three. I have like mixed feelings about it. Um, like on one hand, they're like, we want to do the victim, the victims like justice. We want to show their story. But at the same time, like it's, it's genuinely just romanticizing and dramatizing what happened to them. Like to, to truly do justice to the stories of victims of serial killers is to maybe do a documentary where you're like showing like really what happened not having evan peters who people are obviously gonna swoon over because he played he was like the uh, tate from freaking american horror story and you know he just plays characters that people are gonna make edits to y'all consciously casted him to play jeffrey dahmer that is an active choice Get get someone real busted to play him. Get like get like Ed Sheeran to play Jeffrey Dahmer. That would be scary. No one would be making edits at that point. Get like freaking mm, No, really get Ed Sheeran. Like call him up. He was on Game of Thrones one episode. I'm sure he can act. I'm sure he can play a killer. His music freaking kills my ears already. So me like five episodes be saying I'm not gonna be a hater anymore. And I'm going to leave Ed Sheeran alone. Me today. <laughs> Cast him as a serial killer. Um, <laughs> so, like, that's one problem that I had with the show. Uh, the other problem is, like, it's it's so clearly not about the victims. Like, the whole sh- It's called Dahmer. So, the show is clearly about him. And it's, like, it's it's hard to kind of, like, frame a show... That's like still gonna be watchable, but like wh- wh- when it's like about, say they made it like only about the victims, like a-, a lot of them are just like living like regular lives. So if you're going for entertainment, you're not gonna get much from that. So like, of course they're making like the entertainment factor, like the horror and the shock of it. But that's like real people who died. And real families that are still alive, they're still dealing with that, dealing with the fact that their, like, literal children were killed and eaten by Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, maybe don't create a show for entertainment about that. Maybe find something else. Maybe make a live-action version of Coco Melon. Maybe make another Paw Patrol movie. I don't know. Give us Avatar 2 and 3 already. Something like that. Maybe we don't need another. Another serial killer show. Um, Which also, by the way, I didn't realize that Ross Lynch was also in a serial killer movie. Um, Which, once again, like, people go crazy on TikTok and Twitter about Ross Lynch. So why not cast him as a serial killer? Amazing, amazing work, Hollywood. Um, so that's kind of how I feel about the show. Now, of course, people are already clipping it, already recording bits and pieces. Okay, so here's the thing. Like, there's the people that watch Dahmer, okay? A lot of people, which, you know, isn't, like, inherently bad. Like, it, it's the number one show on Netflix right now. So there's a lot of people watching Dahmer, and within that... There's people making edits. 
which is like obviously a very small amount. It's not like every single person that watches Dahmer is like, oh my god, open video star right now. No, like that's not happening. It's like a very small amount of people are making edits. Now a good chunk of those people making those edits are being like very clear in the captions um, and in the comments being like, disclaimer, um, this is a Evan Peters edit, like showing his emotional range, um, showing how good he is of an actor, or maybe they're just fawning over Evan Peters. They're like, I love Evan Peters. Evan Peters, throw me against the wall. Live your fantasy, live your Evan Peters dreams. Like that is pretty much no problem. And then within that, within those people that are editing the show are the genuine psychopaths that are actually like romantically like attracted to the concept and the idea of Jeffrey Dahmer. And that those are the real those are the real freaks. So like genuinely if you if you if you know anyone at your school that is like attracted to serial killers, bully them. Bully them. Bully them. I'm giving y'all Ben of the Week is giving y'all the bully pass on this one. Bully your local psycho or your local serial killer romanticizer. Cause they've lost their damn minds. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So it makes no sense to me how you can, you like, it's not like they're like, oh, him as a person was just so cool and attractive. And I, or I feel bad for him that he had this tough life. It's not like they're like, Attracted to the underdogness. Maybe they are, but still, that that's not, like, a compelling reason. They're fully aware of what these serial killers are doing. And specifically, with freaking Jeffrey Dahmer, they are fully aware. Oh my god, that he killed 17 people in horrific ways. Um, which also, which the show kind of, which the Netflix series kind of shows... Um, he did by literally using his white privilege as an advantage and then living in a mostly black neighborhood and then preying on mostly black victims, knowing that the police wouldn't touch him, knowing he did that, and then also essaying them, um, cut, drilling holes in their head and eating them, and you are making an edit to, like, uh, an Omar Apollo song. Oh my God. Like genuinely people have lost their minds. Like how chronically online do you have to be? I, I have a vision. <clears throat> I have a vision where in the future, no, if I was president today, the first law I would pass, the first executive order that I would pass, the, the law of the land would be if you are going to make edits online, you have to display them in a public square. You have to go down. You every every Sunday, just like 
just like the Hunger Games when they were like picking people's names. Everyone's gathering in the town square and we're all watching your edits. <laughs> we are watching your edits on a giant projector screen. We're seeing... <laughs> We're seeing all your anime edits, and you have to stand up on the stage. You have to say, hello, my name is Psychopathic Freak, and here is the Jeffrey Dahmer edit that I made. And then you have to stand there, and everyone has to watch. That is the level of public humiliation we need for these Jeffrey Dahmer edit people. Like, how do you get that comfortable on the internet? Like, like, listen, if that's like... A feeling that you were having in your head, like, talk to a therapist, A, and B, try and, like, work through that so that you don't feel that way anymore because that is a genuine, horrible attraction to have and is so unnatural. Um, so work through that. But B, don't, <laughs> don't share it online. My God, like where, where are we at on the internet that this is like a, like a conversation we have to have that we have to be like, Hey, Hey, maybe, um, maybe making edits of people that did immonstrable damage to families and killed dozens of people. Maybe edit something else. Do you like anime? Do, do you like river do you like anything do you like any single thing other than people that murdered dozens of human beings can you can you find any any other thing that you can be a fan of you like k-pop you like black pink they just released an album tons of fan cams online for you to edit of that available for you no no you no you still want to edit um jeffrey dahmer and upload that to tiktok.com that's your final decision oh my god lost their damn minds lost their damn minds now i want to kind of like talk about like true crime as like a broader genre because you know you see flavors of this in, like, the whole true crime community. And I'm not saying that if you, like, enjoy true crime or enjoy true crime podcasts or documentaries that you're, like, a psychopath or anything like that. That's not what I mean. But if it was a Venn diagram, the two things share some similarities. And there's some of y'all that are in both parts of the, the, the cookie, how it crumbles. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm really just saying words right now. Also, I remember I'm wearing a ton of green. In front of a green screen, because I am a genius. Um, so true crime has like I I tried to get into it at one point when it was like really in its heyday, because um, a lot of my friends were listening to it. They're like, "You gotta listen to Serial. You gotta listen to this true crime podcast. It's so good." So I gave it a shot, um, and I really couldn't get into it. Um, I just get distracted so easily. I need like a goofy ass podcast with like. I, I can't have a podcast where it's like 8 a.m., 8.02 a.m., December 31st. Uh, That's not even a fucking, it's not even a fucking day. I just said December 31st. 
Um, December 31st, 1992. Bob, Bob Berger was walking to the store. And it's like, they count, they, they like break down, like say a murder or something in like the most excruciating detail. I'm like, I'm not the police. I am not an investigator. I'm not a PI. And I get some of y'all would like to be that. And that is what, that's what y'all would be doing if you were a police or a private investigator. But that's not my ass. It's not, I'm not about that life. I cannot stand like the podcast where it's like 10 episodes and it's like every single little tiny thing that happened towards like a certain crime. Something it's not, sometimes it's not even like a murder. It's like literally like a car crash or something. Or there was this podcast that my friend made me sit through about like a soldier that was like kidnapped and then got rescued. I'm like, I, I can't, <laughs> I can't. And that's me personally. If that's your thing, like live your truth, live your life. Like my, I, I got Minecraft bedsheets. I'm in no place to criticize other people's desires unless you are attracted to serial killers. But, you know, I'm not saying all true crime people are like that. But I am going to be a little bit critical because it's like, okay, there's some genuine, like, it, you know, important information you can gain from, like, a true crime podcast. You can learn, like, how killers think, I guess, which is, like, a good way to avoid getting killed. Like, a lo I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts uh, when my friends were listening to them. And, you know, I got some genuine information on, like, what they look for, how they hunt their targets. And I used to just walk around at night in L.A., um, in a specific area where there's a lot of murders and people that disappear. So I stopped doing that. Um, and you know, we can chalk that up to true crime podcasts, you know, educating me, but I don't, <laughs> I don't understand. Like it, it's so dark too. Like I, I'm not like the type of person to be like, blood, like, Actually, that's a, that is a full lie. I, like, am so squeamish, but that's, like, with my own blood. Like, if I, like, if I ever had to get, like, an IV or something and they put, like, a needle into a vein. Nope. <laughs> but, like, it truly is just upsetting and disturbing to listen to some of these true crime podcasts. Like, and also Netflix documentaries. I don't know I'm just, like, singling out the podcast community. Like, it's Netflix, too. Y'all are in this shithole as well. Like... I'll listen to them or watch them and like be genuinely upset for the rest of the day. Like I, I was watching this Dahmer show before bed and like could not fall asleep because I was like, oh my God, like this is like horrific. Like, like I just watched someone get cut up and eaten and then their bones put in an oven so that he could smash them up more so he could spread their bone dust. Not exactly... Not exactly the, the the calmest thing to fall asleep to. So, I really would like to just take a peek into the minds of people that, you know, listen to true crime on a regular basis. Because I feel like you have to shut off some part of your brain to be able to, like, digest that. Like, if you have empathy, you are listening to these episodes and feeling ill or sick afterwards. 
So the way that people can listen to like like binge a whole season of say a podcast about like a girl getting murdered and then be like, well, time to make lunch. How do you do that? How I'm I'm really just curious. I'm just curious how you do that. Cause not my ass. I listen to two episodes. I'm like, I'm never leaving my house again. I'm never going outside. Everyone is going to find a way to kill me, and I'm terrified. So, also, side note, um, I just want to say, like, I want to point out, like, a weird difference that me and my friends did notice when we were, like, in our tr- true crime era. Um, the U.S. obviously has a lot of horrific murders, um, especially with guns, because access to guns is, like, so readily available. <coughs> Excusez-moi. However, in Canada, where guns are a, a lot, a whole lot harder to get a hold of, we have some real psychotic murders. Um, I talked about this, oh my god, when was this? This was, like, maybe 20 episodes ago, when it was, like, still, I almost died, but... There was this murder on the Greyhound bus that I used to take from my mom's house to my dad's house, like, almost every weekend. And it wasn't the time that I was riding this, but it was, like, the same scheduled bus. This guy who, uh, I guess it was believed he had a mental health crisis. Um, I think he was schizophrenic, maybe. And he basically thought the person in front of him was like an alien and God was telling him on this bus, on this Greyhound bus to kill him. So he stabbed him to death, cut his head off and then ate his face. And, um, so that happened on my bus. And it's things like that, that really, only happen in Canada and I don't know what it is I think it's like you know we don't have guns in Canada so we have knives maybe and knives are such a more gruesome and horrific way to go that's why like there's all these murders in Canada which are just so like genuinely terrifying there's so many true crime stories that happen like in Canada um, and that's, like, my theory, sorry, random conspiracy theory, it's because, like, now, now, I, I'm not saying, like, oh, we need guns, so, like, these, stop happening, no, like, we're, ha- we have way less murders, like, per capita than the U.S., and that's a direct result of, like, gun control, but it's, like, it's so interesting how the times, the, the murders that do happen are, like, the most horrific things you've ever heard, so, Um, back to, back to true crime. I, it's just a genre that I really can't, like, get myself into. Um, but it's, it's weird how, like, sorry, not to, like, dig on y'all again if you enjoy true crime, but it's, like, I find it interesting how, like, socially acceptable it is. And I think there's a genuine, like, fascination that, like, pretty much everyone has with, like, crazy events like this where, um, you know, a person is able to kill that many people. I think everyone is kind of interested in, like, A, what is wrong with this person? 
B, how are they able to do this? Um, and C, like, if they're on trial, like, can we watch a trial and, like, watch them get the death penalty or whatever? Um, or, like, I think there's, a like, a desire for people to want to see these, like, monsters get what's coming to them, I guess. Which you can't really do when you've killed 17 people. There's not really a way to match that pain, I guess. Or, like, have them see justice. There's really no justice for that. Even with one murder. I'm I'm acting like 17 murders is, like, the limit to, like... Like, no. It, like, even if you kill someone, like... I guess you have one life so you can get the death penalty and then it's an eye for an eye. But like me personally, I don't believe in the death penalty, but not like, oh, like the death penalty is so harsh. Like the government shouldn't be able to kill. No, I believe in like, this is about to sound so crazy, but um, let me know if y'all think this way. I believe in like keeping monsters like that alive and like making the rest of their lives horrible. I believe if you are a serial killer, or say like a serial pedophile you should spend the rest of your days in prison being constantly tortured with like horrific screamo music i think they should have constantly like the lights on so you can never sleep and your bed literally has nails in it and they like every month like switch out the nails um i don't i think death is too easy of a solution for serial killers. I don't think anywhere should have the death penalty. I think there should be a system that is able to match the pain. Because this is the thing. This is the thing. Serial killers, and I don't know that much about the psychology of serial killers and psychopaths, but if they don't have, like a lot of them aren't afraid of getting caught or they're only hiding like the bodies and like hiding everything so that they can keep doing it. But they are very, oh, what is the word? Like, not nihilistic, but they don't care what happens to them. So you're not scaring them by being like, oh, you'll get the death penalty if you're a serial killer, because they don't care. Like, a lot of them are already, like, maybe suicidal or just have no, like, they don't, they don't care if they're caught. So, like, we need some sort of system to, like, genuinely scare them and, you know, like, if you are going to be a serial killer, you are going to face the rest of your life in a complete state of agony and discomfort, like, at the very least. Like, it's too easy to just execute a serial killer and be like, well, there's that. No! And that's my thoughts on that. It kind of went on a little heated tangent on that, but, um... So, back to the TikTok people that are making edits um i feel like a lot of these are like also kids which is so terrifying like hey don't watch Dahmer if you're like literally genuinely under 18 like i'm 23 and it's like hurting my brain so like don't watch it especially if you're um if anything like involving murders or serial killers is traumatizing to you like especially don't watch it. And then also, if you see people editing Jeffrey Dahmer on TikTok, hold down on the video and press not interested. Like, try and, like, wreck it in the algorithm as much as you can because, like, like damn, it needs to stop. It really is so insane because there are – imagine, like, you were the family of a victim that Jeffrey Dahmer 
killed and you're just scrolling through TikTok and you see someone literally making an edit of a person playing him dancing and with like a fun little audio. That is insane. That is something that that is so so genuinely insane. So um get it out of there. Get it out of here. Lost your damn minds, honestly. And with that being said, it is time to read some drama stories. Cause if I talk about serial killers for another second, I might throw up. Um, but as y'all know, at the end of every single uh, podcast episode, uh, I read some of your drama stories using the hashtag Drama Mama Podcast on Twitter. So if you want me to read a story on a future episode, let me know. Tweet it to me. I love you. I love you. Okay, this one is from at o o three four five one one hashtag Drama Mama Podcast. So basically, a couple days ago, my boyfriend cheated on me with a girl who also has a boyfriend over a game of truth or dare. I asked him why he did that, and this motherfucker said, I don't know. I honestly don't know if I should break up with him or not. I love your podcast, by the way. I mean, damn. Okay, so you said a game of truth or dare. I guess, like, like... I mean, I'm assuming the truth or dare was not, like, go have, like, S-E-X full penetration. Like, if you're playing that in truth or dare, like, seek therapy. Um, but I'm guessing it was probably, like, a kiss or something, which is still cheating. Which is still, ew. Um, you know, if they felt guilty and felt sorry that they did that, I'd say maybe give them, give them another chance. Like, you know, when you're playing truth or dare, you can be, like, very maybe caught up in it and like prone to what is susception that's not the word um yeah like very influenced and if there's a group of people being like kiss 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 i don't know and also it's like for a game so like hopefully it means nothing but it sounds like he isn't remorseful if he just said i don't know so you know Clearly, he's not, like, really thinking about you and, like, how that's affecting you. Um, I'd say maybe give him one more chance and be like, what do you mean? I don't know. Because that's not the most pleasant thing to find out that I was just cheated on and your response is fucking I don't know. Maybe reach out and if he still is um, not remorseful or doesn't give a good apology... Um, and with like plans to like make sure that never happens again, cut them off, gotta go. Um, but that was the advice of the day. If you want me to read your drama, use the hashtag drama mama podcast and I will read it on a future episode. I love y'all so much. Um, please stay safe. Please take care. Uh, I will see you all next Wednesday on this podcast. Oh, also please rate this podcast five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It helps a ton. I love reading your reviews. And I will see you next week. Gun of the week. It's two.